that lets you save True form life. Just think about all the negative people that we allow in our lives. Why are we allowing them in our lives if they don't contribute anything? True form life. I don't know that answer. Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. So then the food, the, the waste or the extract of the food has another purpose. So that's feeding chickens. And then that nutrients goes into the eggs. And then we eat the eggs. Like it's a circle. It's like that whole energy I told you about that was like, if you like to create those, those relationships, you have to, you, you have to give, you also have to t- take, but accept, but see a lot of people just take and take, they don't accept. You try to give them something like, no, no, no. But that's a nice, and it's a nice form of energy. Like you accept something, like you accept a gift, and then you offer a gift in return. Like I don't know if Tammy's still here, but Tammy, she gave us the casserole. She gave us the um, cabbage rolls, and then we gave her some um, magnesium products. Like that, it was just oh no, you don't have to do that. Yeah, we do because we want to. Like we want to show our appreciation with a gift in return. Like you don't always have to give something in return, but it's a nice flow of energy. Same thing with the, the whole chicken thing. Like you have scraps, you feed the chickens and then the chickens eat the scraps and then the nutrients go into the chickens and they go into the eggs and then someone eats the eggs. Like it's a nice flowing energy, but I feel like a lot of people get stuck on like the extra work. Oh, it's going to be extra work to save my compost. And then what am I going to put the compost in? The compost smells. And then who's going to pick up the compost? Where do I take it? Like, it's just extra work. It's just like a relationship. It's extra time. It's extra effort. But if you if you want to create those sustainable things in our life, I feel like you have to put in that extra effort. Otherwise, we have cheap plastic toys, and we have um, you go to the box store to get everything. You don't have to think about supporting local, and then our oceans are filled up with plastic, and so are our landfills. Like that's the world we live in, right? We had someone working with us quite closely. And, um, and like we had a really good relationship. It was, I thought it was very nice, like give and take. And, um, it's like something happened. I don't know what happened. I feel like something happened in their life and they just kind of did a 180 on us and like flipped, like flipped over. And then it was, it, I would say it was messy, but it wasn't like they tried to make it messy, but we don't put up with that kind of stuff. So we were like, sorry, like, see you later. Um, but I was thinking like someone that and they they publicly acted out and they had a bigger audience. So, I mean, that could have been harmful to us and our reputation, but I wasn't worried about it because of, because of what we stand for and who we are and, and because of our supportive community. But I was thinking about that person and that individual and how much, like how much hurt they must've been going through. And it, it, like I strongly feel it had nothing to do with us and had everything to do with them their circumstances and probably their past. And it was, it was just, 
it was just ugly and angry and it was sad just to see them like explode and melt down. And, um, that's what I thought. Like, I feel sorry for that person. Like I feel really bad for that individual. And, um, and I mean, that was it. Like we moved on. I don't know what, like what they, what they're saying or what they're doing and like, what they're saying about us, but, but I don't, I don't care. Like I've never gone and like looked and or searched and tried to find out what's happening with them. But I just feel like I'm just on Sue's comment here about her people, her people. And I just thought like how, how um, internally disrupted that person must be to, to do something that as far as I understand, <laughs> we only showed them kindness and, and compassion and tried to help them as much as we could. And then they just turned around and was just like exploded almost. So, um, but I think we could, we could all do a better job of trying to understand people, include myself included and trying to understand people and what they go through because when people lash out at you, in most cases, it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with the other person. So if, if someone is just continually like self-destructive, it's them. Like they're dealing with themselves. It's not every, like they're the victim, right? Everyone's attacking them. Everyone is doing things to them. And um, those types of people must be going through. And, and I don't feel like there's an excuse. Like I, if you're stressed out and you take it out on your friend or family member, I don't think there's an excuse for that. Like if you're having a rough day and you snap at someone, I don't feel like there's an excuse for that. But you could also be compassionate and understand that they're probably going through some really difficult times and, and try to be a bit understanding. But um, there's that whole accountability piece. Like we have to be accountable to our own actions. And I feel like now more than ever, people are not accountable for their actions. And it's always someone else's fault. And I feel like that's become a thing in our in our world, in our society. Like, like nothing that we do is like none of our actions is our own account. Like it's like sorry, so I did that because someone else did this, and that's who we've become as a society. And you can't say anything. Could you imagine being a comic right now? <laughs> that would be the hardest job in the world because you can't make fun of people. <laughs> you can't bring up certain topics. Like, you can't talk about politics. You can't even talk about health. Like we're talking about health. My gosh. I've been telling people not to watch the news for years. <laughs> like, don't watch the news. You know, I, I, I've written about it. I said, like, years ago, I remember one person, she lashed out. I put in my newsletter and said, hey, um, I've never felt, I've never felt safe watching the news. I never, because people are like, oh, I have to feel safe. I have to feel informed. And I said this for years is that the new, the news is, is terribly toxic. Like all they do is like, it's all, all negative. They want clickbaits and they want um, people to be in fear and they want people to be like, raise their emotions and bring them down. It's a whole psychological thing. So for years I've been saying, stay away from the news. Like it doesn't, it's not going to help your, your health, your mental. And now of course we got all this stuff going on now. And if I say, don't watch the news now, people think like, oh, it's a political thing. He's on that side. And, I, and I've had people actually lash out and say, oh, you have to watch the news to be informed. And then I had, and this was recent, more recently, but then years ago, I had someone write in because I put in my newsletter and they're like, I'm unfollowing you. Um, you're irresponsible, blah, blah, blah. Like just a bunch of nonsense. And I'm like, but th that's my opinion, right? Like my opinion, you should be able to share your own opinion. That's, <laughs> that's my opinion of my opinion is that you should be able to share your opinion if people don't like it. They can they cannot read what you have to say.
But now it's it's so crazy. I was talking about being a comic or a comedian. Like you can't say anything these days, really, without people being offended, without people unfollowing you, or without people lashing out. So you have to block them. Like it's it's crazy. It really is. And um, that's one pr- profession that I certainly don't envy right now. You, it's hard. You can't even have conversations. Like you have a room full of people, and you you know you you might want to be careful what you have to say because someone could be terribly offended, right? Anyways, it's just a difficult world to live in, which is why I'm talking about being compassionate right now. If people can't behave properly, <laughs> that's how I think. Like, That's how my mind is like, if you can't behave properly, if you can't be more positive, then why are you in my life? Like, what are you contributing? Like someone like in any type of relationship, whether you're walking down the street and you see someone or it's your neighbor, if you're not contributing positively to society... <laughs> Or to someone's life, why are they in your life? Or better yet, why are you allowing them in your life? Think about that. Like, just think about all the negative people that we allow in our lives. Why are we allowing them in our lives if they don't contribute anything? I don't know that answer. I got to tell you this story real quick. I never been on a go kart before, like a, like a, like a go kart, or for years. And then they got these new ones. I went to my friend's bachelor party, and they, they got these new ones that are like really close to the ground, and they zip around like crazy. And I've never really been on one, and I'm guessing they all have, or I just had this odd fear complex that I didn't know I had. So we jump on, we jump on these. <laughs> We jump on these little go-karts. It's indoor. These things go like crazy. They're like vroom, vroom, vroom. So I get on so I get on there. <laughs> and I push the gas like half down. And I'm like Zzz. and all my friends are like ooh, 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 and they're <laughs> and they're passing me. Like all of them. There's a bunch of us. There must have been 10, 15, maybe 20 of us. And they're just like all passing me. <laughs> And I'm going like, I'm just kind of in cruise control. <laughs> like, and um, so we had a break and everyone was giving me a hard time. Everyone was all laughing and um, just talking <laughs> just talking about how slow I was driving. But I was like, aren't you afraid of those things flipping over? And then we and then we had a conversation like, oh, don't worry, those things aren't going to flip. Like, that's what they're made for. So then i so then i was like all right and it's funny because i like i have a motorcycle and for years and i like to go fast but these little go-kart things i just was really unsure of so anyways we jumped on these i jumped on the next round and i actually competed a bit and i i wasn't the last one by a long shot (laughs) jorsey says i've been called irresponsible for not watching the news or gotten rounds of disapproval. Isn't that funny? Like you have, like you get to make your own decisions in your life as a grown up. <laughs> in most cases, when you leave the house, someone that's more challenging for another show. But you get to do what you want as a grown up in your house. <laughs> and then people call you responsible for not doing the things that they want you to do. It's crazy to me. It's so crazy to me. Like. You should be able to do without judgment. Like you should, if you want to watch Netflix, like I don't care. Like I would rather work. To be honest with you, I would rather I'd r- rather do this. I'd rather get up and work. But if you want to sleep until ten p.m., um, if you want to sleep until ten p.m. or sorry, p.m. If you want to sleep to, until ten a.m. and then watch Netflix for four hours, I don't care. Like, is that irresponsible? I don't know. That's not for anyone else to say or decide. Like who? Like who are these people? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, who are these people that come into your life and be like, you're irresponsible for not doing something that I think you should be doing? 
it's absurd. It really is. Like you make your own decisions as a grown up, but be accountable for those decisions and for your actions. So if you're going to sleep until 10 a.m., maybe because you drank all night the night before and then you're going to sleep, you're going to watch Netflix or whatever for the next four hours, then don't complain about lack of motivation and don't don't complain about um maybe you're not in the best financial situation you know what i'm saying like every action has a reaction so whatever like earn, like own that like oh i had a horrible day or i slipped up and i, I drank too much or whatever it is or actually i want a lazy day i want to i want to hang out i want to binge watch all day i'm not going to move from the couch Okay, but understand that your body is going to be not so happy about it. So you're going to have sore, tight muscles, right? Probably, probably going to have some pain. Like if I lay on the couch for too long, my back bothers me. So that's something that you got to understand is going to come up, with, come, come with. And lack of motion causes less motivation. So if you're laying on the couch all day and then you're not motivated to work out, like there's a reason they're all connected. So we have to own. Like own your actions. If you're gonna do it, then just own it. Be like, hey, I'm gonna be lazy today, not doing anything. I don't care what anyone sa- anyone says or thinks. <laughs> that's that's what I'm doing. Like own that decision, and then what comes from it. And then after that, maybe you get up and you go the next day. You get up at six a.m. and you go feed the your, you go feed the chickens your compost. <laughs> You get your workout in and then you bring some eggs to your neighbor's house. (laughs) Mic drop. That's the end of the show. Goodbye. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm killing myself over here. When Dorothy and I have like start thinking negatively or we, um, or like we know we're in a negative mindset. We say, what are you grateful for? Like, and that's like, I learned that from Anthony Robbins. He's like, one of the first kind of self-help guys that I really started, like really, really enjoyed years ago. And he, he said, you can always change your state of mind. Like your state of mind can always be changed. And then if you, you understand how to change it on a regular basis, you can control your mindset. And of course we all go through those negative phases or difficult times. But if you are always in a negative complaining stage or for a moment, you can change it. So, but you have to put in that effort. So that's why Dorothy and I are often like, what do you, five things you're grateful for let's go and you know you don't want to do it you're like nah, i don't want to do it i want to be miserable <laughs> but you gotta like you gotta break out of that you gotta break out of that mind frame and you gotta do something different but that comes from the parents like the parents will put that negativity on their kids or the lack of accountability and that cycle's got to be broken somehow you got to change that mindset and that's by what i'm talking about is creating those positive that space between the negativity and putting allowing room for those positive people to come in your life. It's the same thing with the, like we talk about the pantry or we talk about the bathroom. The worst thing you can do is get rid of everyone, you know, like get rid of everyone in your life, get rid of all your um, horrible ingredients because then you don't, you don't learn anything. It's just empty and you have all this empty space in your life and you're like, what do I do? So instead of, instead of taking everything out of the pantry, that's horrible. You put one positive thing in there. One, one thing with clean ingredients in the bathroom, instead of getting rid of all your fluoride toothpaste, you'll put one toothpaste in there without fluoride. You get rid of your plastic toothbrush and you get one bamboo toothbrush. It's all, it's all different energy. When you like cheap plastic, like plastic plant, get rid of a plastic plant and you put a live plant that actually releases oxygen. And and actually if you like green, most people look at a, a screen all day or their phones. If you look at green, 
Yeah, actually, like stare at green, it actually improves your eye health. So there's all these little things that we can do, but it's it's all it's like it's all a, it's all a circle. <laughs> it's all connected. So instead of getting rid of all the negative people in your life, try to get, just try to create a little bit of space, and more positive people will come into your life. It's always mind blowing to me when I feel like that. You know that judgment, like why? <laughs> what did, like what are they doing? Or um what's another one i feel like sometimes like you have nothing else to do in your day but to complain about like this small little tiny thing like, like obviously you have nothing to do or you have nothing else like there's nothing more important in your life than to worry about what the neighbor is doing like the neighbor is didn't even shovel their walk you know like of, of course like it could be a bit of an issue if you're trying to walk through there their um, sidewalk and you're slipping and it's dangerous. I, I don't know, but it could be very simple, but don't worry about the, what the neighbor's doing. I don't care what the neighbors are doing. Like that's their own prerogative. Let them live their own life. But that's the thing. If you have nothing to do in your life, if you don't, if you're not motivated or inspired, if you're not working towards something, then you start to let those little things fester in your mind. And then you start to worry about smaller and smaller things. I was listening to this one interview and the guy's name is, I think his name is Jocko Wilkes, Wilkins. He's super famous Navy SEAL. He has his own show and he he goes to corporations and he um, he does public speaking and motivational speaking. Anyways, they were talking about all these things that like, they were talking about like um, what bothers you, like how you let things bother or fester in your life. And he was laughing because people will go on there on Twitter, I guess, like these guys. Um, Dave, no, that's not him. Not Dave Goggins. That's that guy's crazy too. Um, I was thinking about his name's Wilco. Look him up for a second. Navy SEAL Wilco. I don't know. It doesn't matter. No, Jocko. His name's Jocko Wilkins or something. At any rate, um, they were saying they were saying like he was laughing at like all these things. So he'll go up on Twitter, he'll put something up, he'll go up on Twitter, and then all these people will say negative things. And that's like I don't think he does it all the time, but it's like comedy hour for him. So he'll go and he'll pull that up, and he'll and he's he'll, I have to believe him like he's genuinely entertained and laughing at at these comments about what people say about him. And um, he was he was reading it with his daughter, and his daughter was like very offended, and he's like, no, no, it's okay, like this. This isn't a big deal. And then the guy interviewing said that he was a Navy SEAL. Like he was, he, he led a, a team and um, he was in war. <laughs> People were shooting at him. People were trying to kill him. So, <laughs> you know, that obviously that's an extreme level. But the point of the conversation was, was that, that those of us, <laughs> you know, like I sit in front of a computer most of my day, like those of us that like, I'm not worried about someone dropping a bomb on the house. Fortunately, when we were in Sri Lanka, that was a little bit different, but it's, it's quite a bit different when you have, so, you have nothing to worry about. Like there's no extreme danger in your life. There's nothing, you know, there's not, there's no harm. There's nothing like really extreme that you have to worry about. So he, if you look at his life, he was a in a, in very real danger that was very concerning to him then drop it down to someone being like i don't like what you have to say it's it's absolutely comical but what I'm, my point is what i'm getting at here is if we have no, no extreme or if we have nothing to compare it to 
and then we have nothing to we have nothing to do or we have, we don't have positive people or we don't look for positive people online or if we're not active whatever it is that gets dropped down here and every little thing starts to bother us and every little thing like the neighbors the neighbor's cat or someone dro drove down our street too fast and then it festers right then you start writing about you start, can you believe that person drove down the street too fast i'm gonna call the town and complain we're gonna need a speed bump here or we're gonna need stop signs like it just goes and goes and and maybe that's a big deal to you guys and i don't mean to insult anyone <laughs> if you went and did that all i'm saying is that because of because of the small amount like you know we had we have the flight or flight like we fight or flight like we used like that was um innately put in human beings because we were in danger of being attacked by animals so you either had to fight or you ran away and here's the thing is that so much with all this stuff going on like emotionally we don't we can't tell the difference between fight or flight anymore our emotions are always peaked because what's going to happen on the news what are they going to tell us we can do when's the next mandate coming out what are, what's my next restriction? I'm not going to be able to see your friends and family. So we're always in this state of fight or flight and we, we, and it affects our emotions at such a deep level. But what I'm getting at is if you don't have anything extreme to, to compare it to, we just continually let those little things fester. And if I can go back to positivity for a second, you need that gratefulness. You need that positivity. You need those people in your lives to break you out of that mindset of the, uh, what's chicken little? The, the chicken little said the, the sky is falling. <laughs> I thought Jocko was like, a, how do you like a jarhead? Like, a, um, like I thought he was just famous because of he was a Navy. He led Navy SEALs and he was been through war and all this crazy stuff. But he's actually like very well spoken and he's super educated. And I really like they're, they're starting a, a, a gene line for hunters, I think. Uh, but they want to create they want to create their clothes in America, which I think is amazing. Of course, I'd like to do something in, in Canada, but like supporting local or Canadian made, American made. I think that's so much better than outsourcing or going to your box store. All that stuff is imported. Dave says, I just read his book last week. I should know his name. Oh, you did you read Jocko's book? I'd like to read his book. So I was listening to Jocko's interview and like, this is like a super smart guy and like grounded, uh, down to earth, uh, compassionate. So I can't really say enough of them, but that's, you just, you judge people. I think that's normal, right? You just judge people without even knowing them. I don't know. Oh, I, I don't know if you were here with us at the beginning, but I'm, 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 I'm in this learning stage. I got, I got, I got two or three audio books going right now. And then I got, um, two physical books. I actually just got Will Smith's, um, I'm reading, I'm reading a book about pain, chronic pain. I'm also, I just got Will Smith's book and I'm a bit of Will Smith fan forever. So, um, um, it's, it's actually, I've only, I'm like a chapter in it. It's like, I can't put it down, but then I can only, only want to allocate so much time because I want to read something else. But any, any rate, I'd love to check out Jocko's book. So we're at a club. I was at a club with Dave. We were in, um, Hermosa beach in LA and Dorothy and I was there and Dave was there. And a guy was, we were, it was a com it's a comedy club, right? Comedy club, like in most cases, like you probably can't, I mean, obviously you can't go down like the racism trail to a degree. Um, at any rate, at a comedy club, they make fun of everything. Every, like 
your, they'll make fun of your mom. They'll make fun of your, your, um, they make fun of dis- disabled people. Like every, there's politics. Like it's no holds bars. If you ever been to a comedy show, like a raw, like a raw, like eight, hey, can't like, they're not going to let kids like alcohol, they're serving alcohol. So we're at, 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 the, at these comedy clubs, like it's, it's a no holds bar. Who was it? The guy, the guy, the, the dad from Raymond. Oh my gosh. From Ray, everybody loves Raymond. Not the dad, the, um, Robert, big tall guy. This is a different time, but he was there and we're, we're sitting on, what's that row called? I don't know what they call them. I don't know. Like some, but you sit, you sit at the front stage and they specifically like pick on you and make fun of you. And it's, Oh my, I can't even tell you what they're saying. So this is a different time. We're at the club and they talk about it. Like you should, what I'm saying is like, it should be expected. You don't go to a club if you're going to get easily offended. And the guy that was the, the, the comedian wasn't even making fun of, of anyone in particular. And that's what the comedians do. Like they'll go and pick people out like nice hats or they make fun of your tattoos and then they make fun of your girlfriend. He was make, this one guy who's making fun of his girlfriend and she had like these really big fake breasts. <laughs> I don't know how to say that politically correct. And he was just, he was just, he was just after him the whole time and the things that he was saying, Oh my gosh. So anyways, this other comedian, he's not saying anything in particular. He's just talking about politics. And of course, I don't know who, who he's making fun of. Um, probably Trump because California is democratic. Yeah. Um, I think the girl was, I think she was from Texas. Anyways, it's near the end of the show. And they, there's a bunch of different comedians that come up on stage. And she she grabs a glass. This lady grabs a glass and she chucks it at the comedian. And it like hits him in the shoulder. He's like, Bam. And there's like, uh, like the, the ice or the the alcohol like kind of like explodes a bit. And she says like, she doesn't use very, very nice language. I don't want to repeat, but she's like, I'm not taking any more of this. And she's like, I don't have to sit here through this. Like, and it was just so absurd. That's the thing. Like, if you don't know what's going to happen, then I don't know. Like, you should ask someone before you go to a place like that. It's quite raw. At any rate, so she chucks this glass at it and then it hits the comedian. <laughs> and then the security guards, like, kind of didn't really like physically, like, she was like stomping out. I think she said something about. I don't know what she said, loving Trump and being from Texas or something like that. It doesn't matter. But the point is, is that like you can't take that stuff personally. But then going back to that comment that uh, Sue and I were kind of talking about is that obviously she was dealing with her own issues and it had nothing to do with what the comedian was saying. Like she always like hurt in some way and probably someone else, maybe close, someone close to her was saying something about someone she really cared about or really enjoyed or really believed in. And then that, and then that memory connected the two and she just lost it. Like she's probably drunk and couldn't control her emotions. So um, at any rate, it was, it was a good story for us. We, so that was, um, that was the story of, could you imagine? And of course the, the, the poor comedian, like I felt bad for him. Like he's a professional guy. I don't know if he, I don't know who he was in particular, but he was clearly flustered and he was like, he just couldn't believe that, and like, he's a human being, like he's just up there doing his job, like making jokes. That's what they do. And he was like, he, I just felt really bad for him. Like clearly flustered. He couldn't get back on track. And he's like, I can't believe that because he wasn't finished his act. You know, you have so much time, whatever, how much time they've 10 or 20 minutes per person. And he was trying to 
trying to like finish his act, but he was just like so flustered. Like he's like, I can't believe she would throw that at me. He's like, I'm I'm a comedian. Like, what does she expect is gonna come in here? And I just thought, like now in today's day and age, like trying to be a comedian and talk about anything without um talk about anything without being offended or offending someone else like that's a tough road but um thank you so much i like just coming in and hang out with you guys so whatever we talk about whatever message hopefully is beneficial to you in some way or another <laughs> i hope you guys have a great day and we'll catch you later on take care everyone all right, that's going to wrap things up for this edition of Exploring Mind and Body. Once again, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. You can always find us on facebook.com slash trueformlife. We post up there a couple times a day on our story. We're always trying to bring you more content around living a healthy lifestyle, whether that be nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. We also have free challenges that we do at least once a month. So if you follow us along there, you'll be able to join maybe a plank challenge or a squat challenge tabata challenge whatever it may be we'd love to have you join us we're also on instagram.com slash drew tadia again we're posting up there a couple times a day along with our story all dedicated to keeping you fit and healthy and on track our main website is trueformlife.com if you want to check out some of our products some of our services or if you just want some great content from videos to blog posts and recipes and more we got all that at trueformlife.com. Once again, thank you so much for being here. That's it. That's all I got. I'm out of here. As always, I'm your host, Drew Tadio, in health and fitness for a better world. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Exploring Mind and Body with True Form Life's Drew Tadia, fitness expert. To find out more about the show, Drew Tadia, or to listen to past shows, visit exploringmindandbody.com.